great in doing that. Praise God. If you'll stand with me tonight, amen. I won't, Lord willing, hold you long. I do have a lot of good stuff I want to give you um, and uh, talk to the Lord. Matter of fact, I just standing back there and I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, if you don't pull this off tonight, it's going to be a flop. I said, the problem is I am the face of the flop. <laughs> Praise God. But I just trust him. I have to have God to do what I got to do. Praise God. I don't have the natural ability to um, keep people, amen, um, to entertain. I don't have the natural ability. But in the Holy Ghost, he gives me the presence and the spirit of the Holy Ghost. And the, the desire to minister and the desire to be ministered to comes together in this sanctuary. And it really makes a wonderful thing. So I want to talk to you tonight with the help of the Lord on the subject, uh, looking unto Jesus. How many is looking unto Jesus tonight? Praise God. And, of course, you know where I'm coming out of, Hebrews 12 and 1. It says, Wherefore, seeing also we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every, every weight and sin that thus so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Lord, I love you and praise you, Jesus, for your presence and your spirit, asking you, Lord, to touch God and to move and to be with us. Lord, help me, dear Lord, as I minister your word to your people. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Can everyone say amen? amen. You may be seated. Praise God. In chapter 12, he states that seeing we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. He is actually talking about the heroes of chapter 11 when he talks about Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, when he talks about Ruth, when he talks about all of those in that day. He is speaking about the heroes of faith. And he also says in verse 2, for by the faith elders obtained a good report. And so they were heroes. They weren't heroes in their day, technically. Noah was not a hero in his day. Moses was not a hero in his day. Praise God. Uh, David certainly was not. He had to hide in caves. Amen. And when you look at all these men, Moses was not because he was ridiculed more than any. And so when you look at all these men, they were not heroes. But the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews calls them, uh, I'm sorry, the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews calls them, amen, heroes, amen, or successful people. Praise the Lord. Let us, therefore, be encompassed with so great a cloud of witnesses, looking unto Jesus. Praise God. So they call them heroes. The best way for a person to become successful in anything, amen, is to get with someone who is successful. If you want to open a, a, a restaurant, the best thing you could do is go and get a job in a restaurant. And work under someone for a period of time under a restaurant. Amen. And learn all the in and outs. When I went to Texas or Tyler, Texas, I got into the window cleaning, praise God, business. And I learned all of the tri tricks of the trade. So the best way that you can look at being successful, amen, is to look at other people and what they do. 
So when you look in the Bible and you can see, amen, men of God and women of God, it'll teach you how to really live a good life for the Lord. You can also look in the Bible and see how not to live or some of the bad ways to live. I'm kind of thought humorous today about my boss in Texas who had the window cleaning company. He was washing windows on the second or third floor. He had his ladder up against the building, and he had decided rather than carry the bucket up and down the ladder, he would tie the bucket on the inside of the ladder. And so, amen, he did. He come down, and the bucket was on, tied on the inside of the top of the ladder, and he pulled the ladder away to walk it forward. When he did, the weight of the bucket, amen, made the ladder go forward. And so the bucket swung away from the ladder. In his haste, he pulled the ladder back. And when he did, the bucket come back, hitting the ladder, knocking some of the water out down on top of him. Then all of a sudden, got this little chain reaction thing. He, he had to, instead of going backwards with it, he had to go forward. So the ladder went forward, the bucket went forward. He wanted to bring it back, and he did it again. So this ladder was doing this every time coming back, bucket hitting the ladder and water coming down and splashing on top of him. We were at a distance. We weren't able to help him, but it looked like something that, hey, man, some comic would do. And eventually we screamed at him, just lay the ladder down. By this time, he's soaking wet. He lays the ladder down, and you know there's one in every crowd. David happened to say, Praise the Lord. The nice thing about our owner of our company is he teaches you very well how not to do things. And the best way, I'll tell you, the easiest way to not to do things is to watch somebody else do it and say, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to stick my finger in that light socket. I'm not going to, you know, reach around and reach down inside of a, a, a plug. Nope, not me. I watched what it did. That's the best way. Well, the best way to learn things is to learn it by other people. Matter of fact, 3 John 1 and 11 says, Beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that doeth good is, God, is of God, but he that doeth evil is not of God. Praise God. And so are not seen of God. And so, amen. The Bible, amen, and the Word of God is given to us so that we might look into it and see the successful things in life. You see, because we look at successful Christians, but we have to notice that it is by Jesus that they are living that successful life. Amen. We ought to... Uh, exalt Christians that are living for God. We ought to honor them. But on the other hand, we need to understand that it is by the Holy Ghost that they're living like that. Let me give you two scenarios here tonight. Let's look at two scenarios. Amen. And think about this. Number one, amen. You can think, I got it together. So when you mess up, amen, to others, it looks like you're a hypocrite. I got it together. I'm I'm holy, I'm righteous, I'm good. And then when you mess up, hey man, it looks like you're a hypocrite. Hey man, or you can have the attitude, 
that I'm working out my salvation by following Jesus. Amen. I am working out my salvation. As Christians, we ought to put forth that attitude that I am working out my salvation just like you're working out your salvation. I am doing my best to live for God just like you are doing your best to live for God. I am not on a higher plateau. In other words, amen, when you look at me, you ought to be looking at Jesus. Amen. Because it's Jesus that is working inside of me. Why is it that he said, amen, looking unto Jesus? What did he mean? Why should we look unto Jesus? Amen. First of all, he was merciful and he's, he was faithful and he was in touch with the feeling of our infirmities. Second of all, he is able to keep us through all our temptations. Next, he gave his life for us, purged our sins, and obtained eternal redemption. Next, he is our mediator and has provided a better covenant. Next, as a forerunner, he has entered into the presence of the Lord for us. We need to all look to Jesus. Praise God. And anything we do, he need, we need to be able to say, people need to be able to say, we need to live the kind of life that people will say, amen, he's got Jesus down inside of him. She's got Jesus down inside of her. They just act like Jesus. We don't need to perform the kind of life that people look at us and think that we're good because of who we are or what we are. Praise God. But when they look at us, we need to have the kind of character that they look at us and they can see Jesus. Can you say amen to that? But this Bible, uh, uh, the scripture says that he's the author and the finisher. He's the author because he is the creator. Amen. He is, he has redeemed us. He is the finisher. He has and will protect us. He's the author and the finisher. He has and will provide for us. He's the author and the finisher. He has and will make a way for us. He is the author and he is the finisher. Now let me give you an idea or let me give you a thought here tonight about what I'm trying to say. And it's a little personal, but praise God, uh, you will understand in the end. I don't know if you've noticed lately, praise the Lord, but I have been a little better at the base. I have, that's fine. I have learned to play the bass better. I think I sound better. Praise God. And I appreciate that. And it's a lot of practice. But here's my point with that. Amen. Praise the Lord. And my point is, it's not so much that I've learned it more. But it's the fact that I have became more, praise God, amen, um, comfortable with it. More faithful with it. All along I've known the notes. I know where D is. I know where E is. I know where C is. I know where G is. I know where all these notes are. And I, I can play them. And I can go there. The problem was, I was nervous about the way it would sound. And I was nervous about getting there. But there came a point in time in practice 
to where I'm not nervous about it anymore. And so since I've got more faith in the way that I play, I'm more successful in my playing. Now let's take it spiritual tonight. You can know all the things about God. You can know that He is. You can know that He's a rewarder that diligently seek Him. You can know, praise God, that God will always provide. You can know that God will always love and take care of you. You can know that God's going to take you to heaven. You can know that God can forgive you for your sins. You can know all that just like I knew the base notes. But if you don't have faith that what you know is actually going to come to pass, it's not going to do you any good. Think about it tonight. If you could have the lifestyle to where there would be no question, your faith would be wrapped up into Jesus Christ. And you would know, praise God, every day He's going to take care of you. Every day He's going to watch over you. Every day He's going to give you the best that He can. Every day, everything that comes down your path, God knew it was going to come down your path. He's going to watch over you. He's going to take care of you. He's going to provide for you. Praise God. If you just know that, that's one thing. But if you would live a life of believing God and having the faith, praise God, it would help you to react. It would help you to live more victorious. It would help you to live without so much friction. It would help you to live without so much worry. Think about that. Praise God. Amen. You see, we can, amen, learn all about the ways we need to live for God. But if we don't have the faith to put it into practice, it will not do us any good. We can know about God. We can think about God. We can say, you know, I know God will do that. But if we don't have the faith to look to Him at the moment, if we don't have the faith to call upon Him, praise God, when we need Him. The Bible said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, Philippians says, I can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengtheneth me. So how do we look to God? How do we look to Jesus? Praise God. Well, first of all, you look to his word. When you look at the book of Esther, and you understand that Esther was was a queen in captivity, Although she was a king a queen in the king's house, Esther was a Jew. She was a man, a captive of another nation. And then, amen, when Haman wanted to kill the Jews. And Haman, and you read that story while you're reading that story. Praise God. And, and, and you're reading that story. I, I just went through the book of Job, amen, and the book of Psalms just here recently. But when I was reading Job, and I was reading about Job, hey man, and, 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 and some of his comforters were saying the dumb things. I kept saying, that's dumb, that's dumb, that's dumb. Praise God. And then when I was reading Chronicles, and it said, this king did not live for the Lord like he should. I'm thinking, oh God, not another one. Praise God. But when you read things like Esther, hey man, and you realize... And you get into the life of Esther. And you realize that Esther was a person just like some of you ladies was. And Esther was in a situation that was not good. And she was living in a king's house. And even though she was protected, Mordecai wanted to take her life. But then you continue to uh, uh, read that. Hey, man, I'm sorry. Uh, 
Haman wanted to take her life. Amen. And Esther, amen. Uh, of course, Mordecai come and told Esther, said, hey, you need to talk to the king and etc. And then you watch the whole story as it works around. And God provides for Esther. And Haman ends up on the gallows in which he built. Amen. And then let's take a woman. If you read about Ruth and you read about how Ruth, Ruth is a wonderful thing. Ruth's mother-in-law, Naomi, amen, had two sons, and Ruth was her daughter-in-law, and Ruth lived with Naomi, and Ruth walked with Naomi, and Ruth was blessed with Naomi and her husbands, but her, fa- her, her uh, father actually, father-in-law and her husband and her brother-in-law died, and then her sister-in-law went her way, but Ruth was the type of person that she said, praise God, I'm going to follow you, Naomi, because Naomi, hey man, was a person who was older. She couldn't take care of herself. If there was anyone that was going to be able to take care of her, Ruth in her, in her youth would be able to do that. But because Ruth had a loving heart, Ruth had a caring heart, and Ruth loved the God of Israel. Ruth went back with her to Israel. And when she did, praise God, you read about a man by the name of Boaz who God had sent, amen, a big, burly man with much money and much goods, praise God, reached down to a Ruth that had, amen, a bad situation. You read those things, praise the Lord, and you look at that and you think, yes, God still takes care of those that do things right. Yes, God still does things. Praise God. Yes, God still does those things. Looking unto Jesus. When you look unto His Word, you're looking unto Him. And you look at these things, praise God. And you say, yes, amen. If I continue to do the right things, if I continue to be kind, if I continue to take care of those that need taken care of, if I continue to love God, if I continue to walk in the things of God, even though I go through a tragedy of losing my like husband or whatever. Amen. I understand that God is going to take care of me. Praise God. And then you have great examples. Amen. On the negative side, like Lot. Lot pitched his tent towards Sodom. In other words, praise the Lord. He looked into Sodom. Amen. He could not stay away from the things of the world. He went down and he set up tent right along with the sodomites. Amen. And he pretended like a businessman. He might not have lived like them. Amen. But he was pals with them. And he sat around. Amen. And you can learn that when you do that, amen, that your family will get wrapped up in Sodom. And you know what happened to Sodom's wife. And my God, you know what happened to his daughters. So you can look at things through God, looking unto Jesus. Amen. The author and the finisher of our faith. Praise God. First Peter 2 and 21 says, Amen. For even here unto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example. All these things are an example. Amen. For us to follow him. You see, when you read the word of God, you're looking unto Jesus. What does John 1, 1 say? In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. 
So when the Bible says looking unto Jesus, it is not just looking unto a Jesus that you would think, amen, that walked upon this earth, but it's looking into God. Because you see the Word of God is God. And so when you look into the Word of God, amen, and you understand the things of God, and you read God's Word, you read the lives of those that lived in Bible days and realized, praise God, so as they, so as I. God can take care of them. God can take care of me. You learn the principles of God. You learn the character of God. You learn the way of God. You learn how God does things when you look into His Word. And when you look into His Word, praise God, you know how He exists. You know how He lives. Praise God. There's a few things that I'm asking God to do. Amen. And I'm very dogmatic on it. Amen. And every once in a while, I will go ballistic. And I'll start knocking on the, on, the, on the altar that I'm praying or whatever. And I'll say, God, I'm out here beating on the door. I've learned that you cannot get a restraining order against me. Praise God, because you've already promised me. You let the cat out of the bag. Amen. If you don't want me rattling the cages of heaven, God, you should have never let me realize this. But God, I can beat on this I can beat on the door of heaven and say, and God, I want you to do this. God, this is something I want to see. God, this is something I want to know you do. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And you can do that out of his word. Amen. It helps you to understand the things of God and the ways of God. Looking unto Jesus. I'm telling you, there's a lot of things that are happening around about us. There is a lot of wickedness. There's a lot of things, praise God, that's going on. We're looking at a possible third world war. We're looking at a possible uh, downsize of our economy. Amen. Our gas prices are going high. Amen. Our food prices are going to have to follow. Praise God. But the thing of it is, when all this happens, we need to do what the Bible says. Look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Because I'm going to tell you something. That Bible that I'm talking to you about talked about a woman one time with the prophet that came in. And she couldn't afford anything. But he touched her bottle, or her uh, he touched, amen, her container of meal and she never ran out. God doesn't have to, praise God, give you the ability to go to the store. He can give you the ability, praise God, to continue and have more. I've often said, He doesn't have to only bless your income. He can bless your outgo. He can keep your tires from wearing out. Praise God. Amen. He can keep your electric bill from getting so high. Praise God. If you put Him first and you love Him and you seek Him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, I'm telling you, as he, as your Father, He will take care of you. He will watch over you. He will provide for you. Praise God. But I'm telling you something. The Bible says we've got to look unto Jesus. Amen. Because the Jesus is the author. He's the one that started it. He's the finisher. Praise God. He's the one that will finish it. Praise God. And that makes Him the complete package. He's all we need. Praise the Lord. We need nothing else because he's the author and the finisher for our faith. Praise God. And so we need him. Praise God. Praise God. 
There's some tough times we're going to have to go through. This scripture says, amen, that looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. You know, if I have repented of my sins and I have been buried in his name and I have received the Holy Ghost upon my life, I am now walking a parallel life with Christ. You realize that? Praise God. I am walking a parallel life with him. Amen. And the Bible tells us, amen, that he despised the shame. Amen. And he endured the cross. There was some sufferings he had to go through. There was some dying out to self he had to do. But he did that because he understood one thing. And that was that he was going to set on the right hand of the throne of God. There was something that was going to uh, come to power. Paul tells us, amen, later, amen, in Philippians 3 and 7. He said, what things I have gained to me, those things I have counted lost. <clears throat> In other words, yea, doubtless all things. I have counted them lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, just so that I might know Christ and win Christ. Praise God. I have gotten and given everything. Why? Because, amen, I, he was looking unto Jesus. Praise God. And to be found in him, not having my own righteousness, <clears throat> which, is the, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, that the righteousness of God, amen, by faith. And verse 10 says, that I might know him, the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of his suffering, and be made conformable unto his death. Praise God. I want you to know tonight, Amen. That I, we need to look unto Jesus. Amen. We need to look unto His Word. We need to allow that Word to encourage us and to talk to our hearts and to speak to our lives. Praise God. Because there's going to be some things that we're going to be going through. There's going to be some things that we're going to suffer. Amen. But if we just hold out to the end. Amen. The, uh, the, the, the joy is greater than the shame. The joy is greater than the shame. The joy of knowing Jesus and the joy of being with Him. But we're going to have to look to Him. Let's stand. We're going to have to look to Him. You know, if you don't really truly trust Christ like you should, it's like driving down the road with your brakes on. But when you really learn to trust Him, when you really look fully to Jesus and you say, Lord, I trust you with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind, and all my strength, I'm telling you, amen, the fears of moving forward will dispay and you will be able to live for him and walk for him. The Bible said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If you're struggling to live for the Lord tonight, something is off somewhere. Praise God. If you had a motor and that motor was equally balanced, that motor would spin so freely that it would take less effort to make that motor spin. But if you get that motor out of balance or you get that motor that's not right and then all of a sudden the RPMs come up on that motor because it takes more. I'm telling you, you can live for God with a lot less effort if you just learn to look at Jesus. 
if you just learn to trust Him, if you just learn to depend on Him, I know you go to work. I know you get a paycheck. But on the, when the day is done, it is still looking to Jesus for your provider. Praise God. Come on, I want to hear from God here tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> 